We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Hello? Oh my God, it worked. <laughs> Could you hear me on the last one when it connected? No, I didn't hear you one time before now. So when I was first trying to connect, this is so fascinating. Welcome to Hot Drinks. <laughs> when I was first trying to connect, um, when you were logged into the wrong account, it was like behaving normally. And then, oh. then when I was trying to connect, it was like, it was seemed like my phone had paired with like a headphone around my house or something. And so anyway, so I was trying to figure out what it was paired to and <laughs> anyway, but here we are. Here we are. Just always this prof- you know what I noticed when I listened back to some of last episode when I was trying oh. to find that fart? What? You sounded a lot better than me, which surprised me because I have a nicer phone than you. Well, maybe it's because I'm in grad school. Oh, probably. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. I didn't think of that. What, yeah. what, describe how you're holding your phone right now. I'm holding it like I'm about to take a bite of pizza. Oh, okay. Because see, I'm holding mine like I'm taking a selfie. Maybe I need to go for the bite of pizza method. Yep, that's what you got to do. And okay. you're holding it You're holding it from the side. So a graceful bite of pizza. You're not like shoving it from the crust. Oh, I was trying to fold my phone in half because that's how I eat pizza. <laughs> but I, I can do a delicate hold. I think delicate holds is better. You know what? That makes sense because if I'm holding it like I'm doing a selfie, then the meaty cup, the meaty cup of my hand (laughs) is kind of on the bottom. (laughs) And I don't know. iPhones have like 42 microphones on them, but maybe the microphone it uses for a podcast specifically (laughs) is right nestled in the meaty cup. And so it's muffled. I have a muffled by the meaty cup. Um, I have a request. Is it not to ever say meaty cup again? Yes, that was it. Deal. Please, for the um, love of God. I would I would like to start this podcast with a poll. Uh-oh. Not a picture of my poll. A poll, P-O-L-L. So yeah. I do the intro music first. And so they just heard the intro music and then you and I come in. Right? Okay, cool. Yeah. So I've always done it. Exactly. But then today I was like, what if we just did a cold intro? Like we just started like this. We did our like cold intro. Cold intro? And then we went into the music before the before the top five started. I am just shocked we didn't think of this before. Like a cold open. And by shocked, I mean not at all shocked that we didn't think of this. No, before. no. That's so much better. <laughs> here's here's so okay, so I'm putting that out there as a poll. So please but I also agree it might be better. Or maybe we should just change it up. Maybe that should make it a new season. Maybe next time we record in August, we should do the <laughs> intro music later, and that should be the next season. Whatever season that would be, seven. When we, when we change it up. I think yeah. seven. Yeah. We're like, hey, it's a new season, and guess what? The intro music comes later. <laughs> um, but, okay. But yeah. I want to hear from the from the gentle listeners. Please let us know. Yeah, please. That would be great. Um, I have a couple things I want to follow up on also. Oh, okay. That just occurred to me. Number one, not one of you cowards has ordered the underwear that says spit in my mouth yet. So. Oh, my God. That hurts. <laughs> so get on that. So if you if you don't know what we're talking about, this is the first time you've ever listened. We have Hot Drinks merch that is available at Etsy.com slash Hot Drinks. Or I think we linked it to it in our Instagram bio. That's all you, baby. I, I don't know. Let me check right now. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, true. Because I kind of run the Etsy, but you kind of run the Instagram. So yeah, maybe no one did true. that. But anyway. Uh, if you didn't, I didn't. <laughs> I, prob- I probably did. Because I run the... Oh, yeah, I... you did. It's there. Oh, good job. Okay, so anyway. Good then, job. The two best... The, well, there are three best ways you can support this podcast. Four best ways you can support this podcast. Number one and most important, listen and tell a friend. Say, hey, yeah. do you like to have a good laugh every six to eight weeks? Well, have <laughs> I got the show for you. Number two, <laughs> you can uh, support our Patreon, which is where you give us money for rewards that we do not deliver. Yeah. Um, and that's great. We love that. We love those that support that way. Number three, you can buy our merch, 
which will also help start conversations. You'll be you'll be un undressing in front of a lover and they'll say, why do your boxer briefs say spit in my mouth? And you'll say, let me tell you about my friend, brother coffee. <laughs> and then the mood will be ruined, but a new listener. But um, And the number four is by supporting our jewelry business, which is called Aspera Jewelry. Because um, guess what? Can... We run that business. We do. And, and, and we often send texts where we say business ladies. When we yes, do good we do. I've probably made that joke before. <laughs> Can I? Share? I like to send. I like to send the when we when we do something either really good or really bad as business partners. Yes. Um, because it's also with my sister Becky with a CK. I my favorite gift to send is the one of from Rami and Michelle's where they are going to. They're like at a hotel diner, and the one and she says, I don't remember if Rami says it or Michelle, but she says, "Do you have any sort of business woman's lunch special?" Right. So that's the one I like to send when we do business lady things. So anyway, yes. those are the four ways to support. Number one, tell a friend. Number two, <laughs> support the Patreon where you do not get rewards. Number three, buy some sexy boxer briefs. I I, I just want someone to buy them because I want to see them on someone and not on the sexy model that, you know, like the AI generated sexy like, model. Like or someone number, that is real. Number three, buy our jewelry. Yes. And we have some excitement. We're really working hard on our pride collection for our jewelry and we have some very cute pieces coming up so oh yeah for, if you're proud you should look at that it's gonna be good shit. yeah okay there there was something there was something else i wanted to follow upon it was that the number two is i don't know why i saw this but i was in our instagram for something and i was looking for something and i came across an old message where <laughs> Or someone messaged us and told us that they actually sent an email to PO Box 11104 oh, at gmail.com. Yes. Uh -huh. Anyway, I thought that was delightful. I don't know <laughs> if we talked about it at the time, but it sure gave me a laugh when I came across it the it other day. It sure was funny. Um, I don't know. I probably had something else I wanted to talk about, but, you know, whatever. How are you? I'm so good. I'm really, really good right now. How's springtime in San Francisco? It is perfection oh fuck you um it was <laughs> it was rainy as hell when i got back i probably talked about that we had hurricane force san francisco had hurricane force winds for the first time in recorded history nothing's nothing's going wrong that yeah. seems normal <laughs> um and then it's been mainly dry and lovely since then but we have another storm coming this this next week and i guess the sierra nevadas are getting a shit ton of spring snow i mean what's the what's the temperature in san francisco in the springtime um the low is like 49 and the high uh, is like 59 gorgeous yeah gorgeous that's yeah. amazing i've been told that june and july are the coldest months interesting and that october and november are the hottest months it's weird coastal shit. Yeah, that is some weird coastal shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good. Take and how's, how's second semester of grad school going? Um, Great. Like, really, really good. Um, how's your mime class? My... <laughs> I don't have a mime class. This is so I don't know what actors study at yeah, school. I just assume it's pantomime. This is so nice of you to ask. I'll tell you what my makeup. Fourth... Okay. I'll tell you. I was... Makeup. That's... That's all the stuff I did in undergrad at BYU. Pantomime and makeup so, and no. um, this is just crying for on demand. No, just for acting. So welcome to crying on demand one hundred and one. I have <laughs> the whole class. I have voice and speech too. Okay. I have um, real development. So we're learning how to self-tape because most initial oh, right. auditions are self-tapes nowadays. And I just want you to know that when you post those self-tapes on Instagram, I do not ever watch them. Um, well, I only posted one that was actually a video and it's like five seconds long. Me and it's me going, Oh, are we rolling? Oh, I skipped right by that. See, I I'm didn't sure. watch them. Yeah, so, yeah. I know. You don't like I mean, I don't think things. that will surprise you, but I just I just want in case there was important information in the self tape. In the self tape. No, it was just some mainly screenshots. Okay. And then I have um Meisner too, and I hated Meisner last semester. Ninety to 95% of the class I hated because I don't, I don't like Meisner, which is right. an acting technique. Right. Um, and um, this semester. And also he was, 
famously a misogynist. Oh, was he? Just no, I have no idea. I'm just oh, making I, shit up. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Right. <laughs> but no, I was gonna say, um, uh, this semester is chasms better. Chasms. Really? Why? Is it a different teacher? No, no. It's just that the ba- the basic like foundational principle of Meisner we worked on the entire semester. Oh, and that was that just got boring and kind and of that, repetitive. That, I don't know if you remember. You won't, but the gentle listeners will. When we t- when I told, talked about repetition, the repetition yeah. exercise. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you do remember. Okay. I kind of do because because mostly I just feel like I feel like that like these colleges are like welcome. You're our new. Did you ever watch theater camp? Oh, we watched it together. Yes, we but did. But I was drunk and I fell asleep. Yes. You know, um, Io. How do you say her last name? Um, I anyway, uh, well, Edibiri? Yeah. Anyway, she plays this person that just like grifts her way into the theater camp because she just needs a job, but she really has no experience. <laughs> and that is sort of how I picture all acting schools and programs. <laughs> that someone's like, okay, I've, it's like a movement type. It's like, a, <laughs> and let's call it uh, Patagonia. So <laughs> we're this semester we're studying Patagonia movement as... <laughs> As uh, <laughs> as famously uh, invented by Dr. Jules Patagonia, um, who was an actor who worked in the Old Globe with Laurence Olivier. You know what I mean? Like right. I just think they just are I saying mean, words. You're not you're not far off, and and okay. a lot of these things of people like Meisner and uh, Alexander, because we do the Alexander technique here. Um, they were born in like the 1800s. Like, so okay. it's like, it's not like weird shit they're making up for today. Um, right. So anyway. But it's and, the weird shit that someone else made up 10 years ago. In, I mean, 50 years ago. In the 1800s. Yeah. A oh, hundred, uh, 200 years ago. So, uh, <laughs> or a hundred, Jesus. I have so much respect for your craft and your art. I just want to be clear. No, I, I know you do. And then my final class, because there's just four, and they're all th- from anywhere from three hours to four and a half hours each. Um, my final class is called Creating Physical Characters. And basically what that means is this semester we are learning. Like how to do like limps. No. Or like. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> or like have a hunchback and be like, oi. No. I got I got a hunch on me back. Oh, They're like A, A plus. <laughs> yeah. No. Where we can like <laughs> puppet ourselves into three different physicalities that we will have um in our back pockets for when we walk into an audition, we'll know, okay, that's one of these three of my stock characters. Because when you walk into an audition, they, they don't want to see Ashley, as much as they want to see if I've brought in a character. Right, right, right. right? And you eat this shit up. You love it. Oh, I fucking love it. So happy for you. So, yeah. So, which here's what I want to say about one. Here's what I want to say about one of your classes. We've really fucked over creatives because we were like, for a while, we were like, oh, you should be creative and we'll pay you money. And then, and then we were like, you know, we were like, oh, you should be creative, but also have a social media following and also market yourself. And yeah. also, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're, it's like, it's not enough if you write a book, you have to write a book and then you have to already have a following and then you have to market it to your following. Like, like yeah. we're like, we have to teach a class for you on how to film yourself doing an audition because you, you it's not enough that you're an amazing actress. You also need to know how to like, shoot and edit and cut down and post a self-tape right you know yeah. like for a while we were like oh yeah show up in this room and act for us and now we're exactly. just like no just tape it and just send it in yeah <laughs> bullshit yeah. those I know. are different skill sets i know it, anyway. it is it is and and so that's what we're really trying to get at in this class um real development is are they even going to look at the first three seconds of you because your video is is shot well enough Right. Like the lighting's a little bit off and they're like, oh, skip. I can't right. handle more. Yeah. Or you've got something behind you that is like a calendar and it takes them out and they're like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there's a lot. Uh, but uh, thank God. This is so what I I'm guess, I guess the for. lesson is take down your cats licking their buttholes calendar. Cal- or at least yeah. shoot, shoot in a different part of the apartment. <laughs> right. Yes, but I did you ever? I'm sure you saw that. You know the actor uh, Lucas Gage who was in White Lotus. 
Anyway, he yeah. had kind of a little viral moment where he was doing an audition. It wasn't a self-tape. It was like a Zoom audition. And the person watching him didn't know that they hadn't muted their line. And they were like, I'm so sick of watching all these fucking actors in their fucking trashy apartments and looking at all their like junky shit. And Lucas Gage was like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. My apartment sucks. Like, please hire me so I can move somewhere better. Oh, and my God. Anyway, it's kind of funny. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Cats okay. looking in their own buttholes calendar. Take it down. Um, do we want to do Chantilly Lace and Agonies? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I still don't know why they're called that <laughs> and where that came from. I'm sure you told me. I have forgotten. <laughs> but when we were texting about recording tonight, you were like, oh, hold on. I just need to write down my Chantilly Lace and my Agonies. I was like... <laughs> Okay. Oh, it's Chantilly Cream, not Lace, but whatever. Oh, yeah, because I would say Chantilly Lace and Disgrace. And Disgrace. you would say Chantilly Cream and Agonies. And Agonies, yeah, because I love Chantilly Cream. Okay. okay. So, I have a, I have an Agony. Okay. Here's, here's the preface to the Agony. The preface is, I'm in perimenopause. Oh, and, okay. I yeah, had not. I had not. I'm you know what? I just want to say uh, the alg the power of the algorithm <laughs> is unmatched. Because what? guess what has started showing up on my TikTok? <laughs> Things about videos perimenopause. about perimenopause. Oh, that's so creepy. Oh. I'm like, I am a gay man <laughs> without a uterus, <laughs> but something on my phone is like. Show the, and and the first one I saw, I was like, oh, I should send this to Sister Twain. And then I was like, no, do not engage because that rewards the algorithm and I'll get more of these. Right, right. Do not feed the algorithm. Um, okay. So I'm in perimenopause. And hello, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. And um, one of the most important things that needs to be managed, I have found it's out. the pausing. All the pausing. <laughs> is your cortisol level. Okay. And so what that means... Is this it, why you eat Brazil nuts? Uh, no, that was a different thing. That was for okay. my thyroid. So okay. um, what that means is to have tools that I can constantly pull out and use to manage my stress. Okay. Oh, is this like the Gupta nerve that you told me about? Uh... You said, let me send you oh, this video, and you the said... the Gupta! The vagus nerve, yes! Oh, yes, okay. So, vagal tones, improving your vagal tone for your vagus nerve. Yeah, that's all. Right. But this is Oh, I watched a. the Goop episode about vagal tones. Oh, good! No, Did I'm you... just kidding. It was about vulvas. I was <laughs> making a vulva joke, but it didn't really land. Oh, oh no. Anyway, I'm going to stop interrupting. Go ahead. Uh, what did you call them? Gon what did you say? Gondola? Uh, Gupta. 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 <laughs> <laughs> My okay so here's the actual agony yeah i've watched the first three episodes of beef oh yes okay okay it's been winning all the awards yes and it stressed me out so bad that i had to turn it off okay so after the third episode i was like wait a minute i am stressed out as fuck so if anyone wants to get on here and tell me that like episode four, it takes a turn, I, I'm right. down. But right How now, many episodes did you watch? Three. Okay. And, and I've never ten. watched it. I've never okay. watched it, but I've also been curious about it. I have two. Okay. So anyway, great and fun storyline of performances. Absolutely. But I'm just, it. the scenario stresses me the fuck out. So what do you Okay. Have? So in, in all seriousness, because I was having a very... Um, stressed out day the other day and you were like here's how you should manipulate here's how you should finger your Gupta nerve watch this video <laughs> and I was like I don't have one of those anyway <laughs> but in all seriousness like because that's me being stressed out and deflective where I don't want help because then I'll you know <laughs> be accountable for having help but, but in but all seriousness so my therapist always says to me, you know, when life is stressful, use your resources. And it has occurred to me that I don't know what my resources are. And uh -huh. then you said that thing. And then I was talking to my other friend who is 
also in therapy. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, yeah, my therapist, like, d- does these sort of, like, stress exercises. And she's done them for, like, 10 years. And she's like, it has made a huge. And I was like, is it like that Gupta nerve stuff? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> so, Gupta, Gupta, exactly. So the point is, you should actually send me those things because I'm actually now kind of curious about it. <laughs> After I poo-pooed it initially. <laughs> There are a lot of resources out there, but I really like the guy that I sent you. Anyway, if anybody is interested. Oh, yeah, I should watch that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Do you have any Chantilly cream? I have a couple Chantilly creams. Uh, so oh, should I do oh. both of them? I have two. Go ahead. Do both. And then I'll do okay, my, so my one that's in between. I did something that was so that was both so absolutely unlike me, but also so absolutely me. Um, oh, my God. A few weeks ago. Okay. And... It was fantastic. I went to this thing called the Broadway Rave, which is... Oh, yeah. It's like a touring company. What it is is a grift. Like, what it is is someone stealing your money because (laughs) they advertise it as like, hey, you love show tunes. Come hang out in a room full of, you know, theater kids and sing along to show tunes. So you pay money to get in. It wasn't expensive. It was like $17 or something. And Uh then they, and, and, but like literally the guy just stood up there and like played a playlist on his iPod. Like, it's not like he was remixing the things, you know, or whatever. Oh, but we didn't care. That's a grift. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, so number one, it's a grift. Number two, it's exactly what it sounds like. You're in a, like a club. Like it was at like a place that I've seen like concerts at here in Salt Mm -hmm. Lake. And mm-hmm. they was it the just, Metro? No, it was. Oh, I, they, I get them all confused. The Metro's the one that's the smallest, right? That has the booths on the side and the little stage. And we saw Perfume Genius there. Oh, yeah. I forgot you went to Perfume Genius. Yeah, it was where we yeah, saw Perfume you, Genius. You yeah. went with your Mormon friend. Yes. And you were just there. I was just there. Yeah. Yes, it was at the Metro. Okay. So, um, so yeah, it's just you're in a room. There's flashing lights. And they play Broadway music really loud. And... It was such a fucking delight. It was so fun. Yes. And I was like, I was with a few friends, all who had varying levels of knowledge of Broadway. Like some were like the, oh, I know Hamilton and Frozen (laughs) types of Broadway. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I was the one like the song would start they'd be what they'd be like what what is this what what song is this i'd be be like hold on hold on hold on oh my god it's candy store from heathers like i was that one (laughs) anyway there was a delightful group of girls next to us who were probably in their mid-20s all of them looked like the biggest theater nerds you ever knew from high school they knew every goddamn lyric to every goddamn song (laughs) Then we became their friends. <laughs> then when suddenly Seymour came on, we sang oh. a powerful duet where I sang Seymour and they, all of them, there's like six of them sang, sang Audrey. That's and perfect. we, it was amazing. It was amazing. Anyway, wow. then at like 11, I was like, I got to go home. And then he, and then he played the third song from High School Musical. And I was like, okay, we're done. So I left <laughs> early because I was tired. <laughs> Uh, one time but anyway, said... if it comes to your town, I recommend it. It was if you're like a Broadway girly, it was so fucking fun to just be in a room full of people all trying to do the rap from Hamilton. Anyway, one time I said something negative about High School Musical, and you said that I had blasphemed. Wait, <laughs> I said what? That you had blasphemed? Yeah, you were like so. You were so... well. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love, he was playing songs not just from High School Musical, but from High School Musical 2 and 3. Oh. And it was like, and like one High School Musical song for the night is funny. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, he's playing, we're all in this together. But like by the third <laughs> one, and it was from like High School Musical 2 or something, I was like, buddy, come on. Like. Did he play bet on it, bet on it, bet I on it? I actually believe we did do bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that was my one Chantilly cream. My okay. other Chantilly cream, one of my deep core personas that lives inside of me. You could say this is who I would embody the movement of if I was in a characterization of movement class. <laughs> okay. Is a sad cowboy. I love I fucking love a sad cowboy. Okay. And we have periodic sad cowboy seasons throughout the years. Like there was a period where Casey Musgraves um, oh. had her album out and like Orville oh. Peck was coming onto the scene. And like, we were having some cat sad cowboy moments. 
and we're having one again and it again casey musgraves has a new song out i love her uh-huh. and the song is delightful and is kind of a throwback to her older older albums but with more musicality and she has a new album coming out we also have of course our lord and savior well, no, that's already CJ in Christ. <laughs> uh, the Elohim above Beyonce. <laughs> that's uh huh. With with her sixteen carriages, which I'm yeah. obsessed with. Yeah. Um, and then that other song. What's it called? Uh, Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em. Anyway, it's we're, we're just in the south. We're we're just in the sad cowboy era, and it's like it's my it's it's part of my inner soul. My grandpa was a was a dairy farmer. Yeah. I took a class at BYU called Honors Ranching. I am oh. a, I am a sad cowboy at heart. Oh, so oh my god! <laughs> I'm not taking any follow up questions at this time. Oh, okay, because I about have about Honors Ranching. We've got to move on. <laughs> the grandpa the... that was a dairy farmer is he the one who would uh, rename the children during the baby blessing? No, that was that was. My, that was on the other side, and it was a great grandpa. It was oh. my grandma's father who did oh, that. Oh, that's but that right. was on the that's other right. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the actual name of my honors ranching class, honors ranching is what Tisha, my ex-wife, called it. But the actual name of the class in the BYU course catalog was yippee ki yay get oh along, God. little doggies, uh, colon, uh, the myths and uh, reality of ranch culture. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Honors. Uh, oh, oh. So I'm a sad cowboy at heart. Do you have any uh, other Chantilly uh, lace uh, and disgrace? Uh, I have something that's in between. So what's in between Chantilly cream and agonies? Like like a cardboard box? No, that feels closer to agony. I feel like it needs to be a little more on the Chantilly cream side. Like maybe uh, like a like a piece of Grandma Sycamore's bread. Like it's not the best bread you've uh, okay. ever eaten, but it's okay. also like better than most bread. You know what I mean? Okay, I, I think I can get on board with that for this. Okay. So my Grandma Sycamore's piece of bread is... Jesus Christ. <laughs> I want... You know, there are real people out there that are producing real podcasts and making <laughs> real money. Not... They have thousands of listeners. That. They have ads. Well, and, blah, blah. and we're like, and we're like, so my grandma sycamore for the week is. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. What is it? Is. As I am getting prepared for the Oscars. I don't ever watch them. I just set my Twitter notifications to on. Yes. <laughs> Um, usually because I'm working when they're on, but, um, I am checking off all the best pictures off the list of seeing them, you know, right. I only have American fiction left, but the grandma sycamore slice of white bread is, I saw my most recent one. Um, I saw zone of interest. Okay. I've never heard of this. So it's one of the movies nominated for this picture. Okay. It is in German. Okay. Okay. Maybe I have heard of it. And it is, there are two that have German in them that are nominated for Best Picture. One's Anatomy of a Fall. In this one, is there a famous speech where the woman says, where the woman is yelling with like a German accent and she's like, you said you chose this, but you, your torture. Is this this ringing a bell? uh, Yes. I think that's Anatomy of a Fall. In a kitchen? I don't know. I've just heard the speech. I've I've never seen it. Okay, yeah, because they do have some English in that movie. They have English, okay. French, and German in Anatomy of Fall. So Zone of Interest is just German, and it is set. I didn't know the premise until like the week before. I just knew it was nominated and that I was going to see it. Right, mm-hmm. week before I find out from one of my acting teachers, it is set during World War Two. Okay, and it shows us the daily life of the family of one of the military leaders, uh, Nazi leaders of Auschwitz. And their property line is the fence around Auschwitz. Ufa. So while they're having tea or breakfast in the morning. And they're like normal everyday She's getting life. the kids ready for school. You're hearing screaming. You're hearing gunshots. Oh my God. You, you, yeah. And, and they're sitting in the backyard, which is like beatific. They're sitting in this gorgeous, pristine backyard, just having conversation. And the chimney of the building that has the ovens is just blowing smoke like a volcano. Good God. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. 
This is why I don't watch Oscar movies. It's It's just literally this very strange slice of life juxtaposed to the horror of Auschwitz. Like, I will say that is a fascinating premise. Right. Because obviously, like... There is reality to that. I mean, I think we're living that reality right now while at, where a genocide is happening and we're all just like clocking it at our, clocking in at our jobs and every still, day, you know? Right. Yep. But like, but like, I, like, is it worth watching or is it just like rips so, your soul out? It's one of those movies that A, that it, I would say it's twofold. You appreciate deeply. Uh, not I knew, interested. I, I know you sound like my ex-husband Gary. <laughs> and then B leaves you for days after going, Oh, that's what that was. Oofa. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Anyway, well, should we take a break? A, or just yeah, I just want to say just to end on a slightly better note than okay. um than the people whose backyard backed up to Auschwitz. Um <laughs> Did you see Pedro Pascal at the SAGs? I did. His acceptance Good. speech. Well, just him in general. Just him in general. The Wearing curls. That... Uh-huh. The, like, that hair was conditioned. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The curls were popping. They were curling. And his just open, basic just white. A bl- like a crossover blouse. Like, he has made some sort of, I will say, slightly questionable fashion choices in the past. But this was like... On the fucking nose. Yeah, yeah. He looked so handsome. Oh. And his hair looked beautiful. And yes, and then his drunk acceptance speech. Uh-huh. Oh, oh. my God. I just started Googling Pedro Pascal because I wanted to look at the picture again. And the third entry that comes up was... The fourth entry is Pedro Pascal SAG Awards 2024. The third entry was Pedro Pascal wife. And I was like, bitches, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on, bitches. Which leads us into our episode oh it does like what a what a beautiful segue <laughs> and then we'll take a break or or just never record again after yeah after. maybe let's just turn it off and just be done with it <laughs> um okay do you want to share what our yes. um okay you do I, that i i will say i'll say in the way that i did my top five tonight's episode is the top five signs you're a woman who's married to a gay man okay and you know what's funny So you texted me and you were like, hey, like, I'm just doing mine as like the top five signs you're a woman married to a gay man. Because we originally said five signs you're in a mixed orientation marriage. Right. Right. And and so you were like, so this is really kind of the direction mine is going. And I was like, totally fine. Like mine is too. You were like, I don't know any other. I don't know what anything else like is like this is just what i know and i was like totally fair and then i realized my top five are also the top five ways (laughs) as a woman to know that you're married to a gay man because here's the thing when you're the gay man in the relationship you know it like you you entered that willingly and I didn't intend for my things to be like, hey, ladies, pay attention. But then when I started looking at them, I was like, oh, no, these are actually like warning signs. Because when you're the gay man, you know it. Right. Like, you're the one that's lying. You you're the one do... that you're the one that created the false premise that the marriage is based upon. You can't do the top five signs. You're a gay man. Yeah. Those signs are like, you hey, like the... penises. <laughs> And your partner doesn't have one. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Let's take a but, break. Wait, I got to clarify one more thing. Okay. I just want to, just for the, for the she's and they's in the crowd. When Sister Twain and I were, were in our mixed orientation marriages, the very traditional definition of a mixed orientation marriage was a gay person married to a straight person. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, which was our both of our experience. I was a gay man married to a straight woman. You were a straight woman married to a gay man. Yeah. That term now could mean a lot of things. You know, right. like there are a lot more orientations than just gay and straight. And that, you know, you could be a bisexual man married to a straight woman. You could be 
you know, a bisexual woman married to a pansexual man. Like right. there's a lot of different ways you could divine this, but, but yeah. again, based on our own right. experience, most exactly. of us will, most of ours will be, well, most <laughs> of ours are going to be, here's some signs that your husbands are gay. <laughs> Basically, Basically. Yes. That's it. That's the okay, one. Let's take a break. That's um, what we're doing. And not with the intro music. And then we'll be, do you need a pee or should I like jump right back in? Um, I need to do something. Okay. Well, great. I hope it has to do with perimenopause. <laughs> Bye. Hey, you know what? What? We're back. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> um, so we're back here. We're we're here to talk about top ten, top five signs you're in a mixed orientation marriage. Yeah. I.e., you're a straight woman married to a gay man. I mean, that's really yeah. Can I just put a discla- can I put a disclaimer at the top of this episode? Other oh. than the other than the, the disclaimer. Other than the I one you already gave. Yeah. So my ex-wife, her name is Tisha. That's not her real name. Um, mm-hmm. she has a couple episodes on this podcast. So if you're a new listener, she had an episode a long time ago talk- talking about what it was like being married to me as a gay man. But I just <laughs> want to say I wanted to be very careful in my selections that none of these were like painting Tisha to look like the fool or anything because because i was the one who lied you know what i mean i was the one that was like yes i am a straight man we should be sealed in the temple of the lord and have babies like so i mean tish and i both were in a cult and were young and were brainwashed and were you know all those things but and also you know she's gen x this we had a different upbringing we were brought up in a different zeitgeist so right. like different I think than me as a, I, as a uh, gen z god um but you know i think there are people who are like maybe even just 10 younger 10 years younger than us that um it's a whole different world right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. so anyway i just want to put that out no, there tisha is cool. lovely I love co-parenting with her. She's amazing. Yeah. She's a fantastic mother. Like she's more Aww. than I still more than I deserve. But like I I don't want any Aww. of the any of my top five to come across as me being like, she's a dummy. Cause <laughs> I was a liar. So anyway, what's your number one? We that's a whole other episode. Okay. My number one is. A way to know if you're a woman married to gay man is he okay. tells you, hello? Yes, I said, okay, okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> I thought it's just, okay, let's start over. My number one My way... number one is. What the fuck are you doing? Way... Oh, I was just going to repeat what you were saying as you were saying but, it. But why? Just because you'd already said it, so I knew what you were going to say. Oh, I see. Okay. I'll just do it for real now. <laughs> okay, let's go. Okay. To know if My, you're a woman. To know... Why? What? Why? What? Why? What? What are okay, you drinking? What? Oh my God. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. Okay. Just recording a podcast. What are you doing? I'm same. Same okay, same. Great. Same. Go ahead. Okay. okay. I won't I won't interrupt this time. Okay. My number one way. To know if you're a woman who's married to a gay man is he tells you you're pretty. <laughs> tell us, tell us more. I mean, what guy who wants to fuck you is going to say, "Hey, you're pretty." Great point. Hey, you're so you're so pretty tonight. They're not. They're going to say you're so fucking sexy or you're so hot. And oh, there was okay, this... this is so interesting. Like I'm taking notes <laughs> for the next time I'm married to a straight lady. Jesus. So um, uh, one time I was meeting uh, a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I met him, I was like, oh, my God, gay as hell. Uh-huh. And then uh, he was talking to this girl, and I was like, "Who is this?" And he goes, "Oh, it's she's my fiance. Isn't she so pretty?" <laughs> you were like, "What's uh, up?" I was like, "God." Yeah. Um. And then there was a time that uh, my ex husband and Gary and I were at Old Navy, and of we course were, you were. 
we were <laughs> that's number two <laughs> that you're at old navy together oh my god so we were at old navy and we were looking for clothes for ourselves not the kids actually and so we try something out and then show each other which is like a, a one in and of itself right but um i remember distinctly one day he was like oh my god so pretty This is is my favorite one ever. (laughs) So this can be a you're so pretty in person. And it can also be, I don't want to steal your thunder for a future top five, but like, I'm assuming this also applies to like social media. Like if if they're posting and saying, you guys look at my wife, isn't she so pretty? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Was that one of your next top five is like the social media? No, no. Okay, great. Okay, perfect. Okay. You go ahead. What's your number one? So my, so I realize again, I realized as I wrote these down, these were very much of a moment of a of a snapshot in time. Um, and I and I was trying to think of like the modern equivalent to some of these for the ladies that are out there who are married to gay men, but I don't know what the modern equivalent is are equ- equivalents are. So <clears throat> my number one uh sign that you're married to a gay man is he really loves so you think you can dance. Just <laughs> loves it. <laughs> Is that the game? Oh my god. No, it's a reality it's a show. TV show that was on Fox. Oh, okay. With a da- it was like American Idol but for dancers. Right. Okay. I you remember. You don't even now. know what it is. That's how much of a gay man you're not. <laughs> but you know who does know what it is? Your you. gay ex-husband Gary. Yeah. He knows what it is. Yeah. 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 I'm you're, sure. He's he's especially obsessed with Mia Michaels. He is uncomfortable with Tabitha and Napoleon. Okay, and he's and he's rooting for Benji. Benji was the gay Mormon uh, swing dancer oh. that was on So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah, he actually kind of went out with my gay ex-husband. Benji did. Um, I think maybe it was just one date. Fuck your ex-husband <laughs> has dated every god fucking damn it. <laughs> I've dated like seven people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, 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 he loves so you think you can dance. See, exactly. He's going on a date with Benji. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, I fucking love that show. I would cry. I would download the songs onto my iPod Shuffle or Nano or whatever we had oh, back then. Oh, wow. wow. I would talk about Mia Michael's artistry. Stop it. I would talk about how Mandy Moore really brought a different energy this season. Mandy Moore, who is also the choreography for the Taylor Swift Eras tour, just FYI. The Mandy Moore? Not Mandy Moore, the actress. (laughs) Mandy Moore, the choreographer. But literally, she choreographed Taylor Swift's The Eras tour. I'm not a gay man. You're not a gay man. (laughs) Because if someone said to me Mandy Moore, I would assume they were talking about Mandy Moore, the actress. But part of my brain would be like, wait, are they talking about Mandy Moore, the choreographer? Right. And yeah. you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't are, do that. You are so gay. And you're a man. Anyway, that's my number one. Okay. What's your number, number two? My number two is... He really leans into bullshit, outdated, violent gender roles. Oh, okay. Oof. The, yeah. I'm a little nervous. Tell okay. us more. So, he really leans into the... I work outside of the home because I'm masculine and I'm doing the toxic masculine thing. And uh, you're the woman is at home with the kids and uh, he leans into it so far that it goes into toxic masculinity. Like he does the whole, when it's time to like um, clean up from dinner and get the kids ready to bed, he shuts down and turns on the game no, the game? My ex-husband used to do that. Jesus. Yeah. But it, it was also other things. Um, like one of my honorable mentions is Project Runway. <laughs> Allah, so you think you can dance. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. There, uh, he just loves fashion. He's just really into fashion <laughs> and photography. Yeah. So my... Uh, Aunt, my mother's twin, was visiting us when we lived in Illinois, which was from 2001 to 2004. Uh And um, I had gone to bed because I was huge pregnant with Timothy. I had gone to bed and my mom and my aunt and Matt had 
uh, I mean, Gary, Gary had stayed up to watch um, TV. And then months later, when I finally told my mom that Gary was gay, because, you know, I knew the whole time. Right. She was like, yeah, I kind of figured it out. Um, and it was when they were visiting, they were watching Project Runway and Gary had a reaction to something that right. Pat, that made my aunt Pat go, uh, Pam, that's my Pam. mom. Pam. This, this is me <laughs> crying when Mia Michaels choreographed the bench on So You Think You Can Dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, but my number two was really leans into the gender roles. That's um, so fascinating because I don't think I ever did that. Okay. Yeah. Like I was too gay to function or something. Uh, oh, maybe. Like uh, I was too... never because because let me tell you my number two. Okay, go ahead. And let's see let's see how it relates to your number two of really violently leaning into the stereotypical gender roles. Okay. My number two is he <laughs> cries during the key change of the forgotten carols or during any key change maybe maybe you're listening to man in the mirror maybe you're listening to i have nothing by whitney houston maybe you're with listening to bon joey's living on a prayer maybe yeah it's beyonce's love on top but he starts to cry uh-huh. and, and he also points it out he goes key change and then the key change happens yes for me, it was Michael McLean's The Forgotten Carols during the song We Cannot Find Our Way. Aww. Three kings found the Lord, and so can we. Anyway. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So um, that's pretty gay. So, yeah. Uh, Gary... So your gay ex-husband was leaning into the the masculinity of watching the game and shutting down, and I was crying I... during um, the key change in Whitney Houston's I Have but, Nothing. But Gary did both. Oddly. Oh, okay, great, great. You know, he could be watching Project Runway and be completely shut down while I was dealing with the kids, or sometimes it was the game. Okay, well. So, okay, but uh, what I wanted to say to jump off of your key change thing, you know, Gary would tear up at things like that as well, and I just um, thought, you know, he's a theater person. You know, right? Uh, but he I mean, loves the I, spectacle. I knew he was gay, but I always was able to write things off for a different reason. Right, you know? right, 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 right. Um, when we were first married, we saw uh, Prince of Egypt, the animated Prince of oh, Egypt. Great. And we were so obsessed with it, we went out immediately to buy the DVD or not the DVD, the CD of the soundtrack. Right. And. We went over to his brother's house because he wanted to play him one of the songs. Oh, yeah. That's okay. <laughs> and his brother, is this his brother that, like, owns the bars? Different brother. Oh, no, no, no. Older brother who's more. Okay. Yeah. Um, that brother did not care one and, bit. And in fact, he, as soon as the song was over, the brother went, okay, is it over now? Because I've got stuff to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> do you have a brother like that? No, but like I I almost put this on my list, but I relate to that so much because like when you're queer and you're in a world where you cannot be queer, you cling to anything that is sort of queer adjacent. Yes. And to you, it's the most amazing thing that's ever yeah. happened. Yeah. And you, you and, know, yeah. And, I think and you the, want to share I think, the, it. I think the example I've shared on this podcast is when the character of Jack came out as gay on Dawson's Creek. I was like, this is the most yeah. important moment on television. <laughs> and most people were like, oh, I didn't really watch that show. Or you know yeah. what I mean? Like right. it just it just was a nothing burger to them. But I yeah. was like, this is this the is pivotal it. moment of yeah. cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he was like, you've got to hear this song. Exactly. And his brother was like, do I? Do right. And yeah. wow. um <clears throat> it was the song that goes Every night we've prayed. Dun, 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 dun. You remember that one when they're getting ready to cross the Red Sea? Sounds pretty gay. Okay. Uh, my number three has okay. an a B. Wait, say that again? My number three has an A and a B. Okay, let's go. Okay. Three A is 
you may be having sex regularly, whatever regularly means to you. <laughs> right. Once every eight to ten weeks. Mm-hmm. But it is perfunctory and you can tell that your your body is not being craved. God. Yeah. I, I, I don't even want to talk about this one. I know. I know. So I'm going to move on to 3B. Okay. 3B is you eventually come to the conclusion after years of A, that an orgasm does not mean you had good sex. Oh, oh, like I literally, (laughs) I cannot say a word. I know, I know. I'm so trauma, I'm so traumatized by both of these. I know, okay, what's your number Say more, say more. You sure? I mean, so, you know, um, I'm sure I've said this on here before in the last six years sir that we've been doing this um that you know now that i you know ashley who's had a ton of sex post-divorce which is you know present day ashley um the first time she had sex with a straight man she can look back on it now and go oh that was pretty vanilla right But, but at the time it was the first time i'd fucked a man who wanted my body and there was nothing that could have been better. I'm so traumatized. <laughs> I mean, it's not about me. It's not about my trauma. I was the one who lied. It's fine. Go on. Tell us about your trauma. <laughs> you, you, you were in a cult, you know. It's I know. Well, like you were like, say. I'm gonna pull the wool over this one's eyes. Here's what I will say: when, okay. when I talk to my straight lady friends, which is all I've got. <laughs> I am beloved of a straight lady between the age of 35 and 49. (laughs) When I talk to my straight lady friends who are married to straight men, they are like, oh, he, all he wants is to fuck me. He doesn't care. I could be shitting on the toilet and he would be turned on. I could be popping a boil on my love handle and he would be like, he would get a boner because he could see the bottom of my bra strap. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. I, so I never if, had that. But so yeah, if you're not experiencing that, <laughs> that might be gay. Ask some questions. If he's like, you should probably shower before you have sex. Because I just think it's better like if we're both clean. Like you <gasps> should you should ask some questions. That is a gay ass motherfucker. He should want to fuck you when like like after the placenta passes from your body <laughs> when you give birth to your children. He's like, Are you ready to go? Are you like that? I mean, that's that's the impression that I get from the straight ladies. I mean, if you asked Mr. C Jane, he would be nodding in yeah he's yeah he's, agreement. he's fist pumping right now yeah oh yeah yes oh, yes god anyway i'm sorry to <laughs> okay what's your number three my number my number three sign that you're married to a gay man is he's an excellent gift giver he <laughs> he listens <laughs> he knows what you like <laughs> he takes note of it he knows your sizes uh-huh he knows what color eyeliner you use <laughs> and what brand. He knows what blush you're excited to try out. And he gives those to you as a gift. Because you know who's not doing that? Him. Straight guys. Yeah. They, they're not listening. No. They don't care about any of that shit. Oh, my God. They're asking your sister what, where What's they could buy you a shirt. What's get her? Yeah. And they're also saying, what size is she? Yeah. Your gay ex-husband is like, well, I've heard she's really excited about this La Mer face cream. And I've, <laughs> and I know she loves, I, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a drugstore brand, but she loves a Maybelline Power Lash, you know? <laughs> and I know I'm painting with a broad brush and I'm not trying to stereotype anyone, but <sighs> your gay ex-husband knows that he cannot give you so many things that you want yeah. So when it's time to buy you a gift, he's like, I'm going to buy the best mm-hmm. motherfucking gift yeah. Yeah. that you've ever received. And yes. people will see that gift that your gay husband gives you and they will say, oh, my God, I wish my husband understood me like this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You are the best boyfriend. That's yeah. what they will say. Yeah. That's what they'll say. And 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 you are. 
except that you're horrified by her body. I'm sorry, Tisha. I'm not horrified by your body. Your body is beautiful. It's just not my preference. She knows what you mean. Okay. I hope she doesn't even listen to. I hope Tisha has stopped listening already. <laughs> like she's listening anyway, live. If okay. you if you open a gift on Christmas morning and you were like, "Wow, he really knows me and he really understands me," he's, he's probably sucking off the elders' farm president. God. Yeah. It was old. It's time. Um, Gary, for uh-huh. years, even after our divorce. Bought me purses that were such slam dunks. I couldn't buy myself purses. No, you didn't know your taste that well. No, no. But no. you know who did that faggot that, that... you married? He knew it. <laughs> yes. And I I think I still have some of them in storage. Right. Of course you do. Of course. Because yeah. they're gorgeous. Exactly. They're yeah. fucking oh breathtaking. God. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what he didn't think was breathtaking? What? Your vulva. My vulva. He didn't think that. No. He thought it was a little weird and smelled funny. Anyway, he, what's your number four? He, you know, he didn't know enough about women and never will to appreciate the fact that it's pretty simple down there. I only have, you know, outer labia. So, okay. As a gay man, I would like to say, I don't think it's that simple. Okay. <laughs> a little I don't know. If I had inner labia, maybe I'd be able to come from oral, but. Yeah. We'll never know. Okay. Uh, my number, number four. four. Okay. Should we take a break? At, at any point, are we taking a break? Or are we just plowing through? We could take a break and come back and do four and five. Or we could just plow through. Let's plow through because my daughter will be home in less, in probably, well, like 15 to 20 minutes. So let's just plow through. Okay, cool. I am uh, making some samosas. So if you hear noise, it's not Sister Twain, even though I would like you to believe it's her. <laughs> it is me making samosas in the All air right, fryer. So. Anyway, you're number four. Four and five, and then I'll rapid fire my honorable mention. Wait, you're going to do four and five right now? No, I'm just saying. This oh, is, I see. Okay, I we see. We are I going see. to proceed up until that point. Okay. Right. Okay. Number four is he's really friendly. <laughs> Straight men are kind of assholes all the time. Yep. Yeah, they kind of are. <laughs> I remember. And you know asking, why? You know why? Because we think it's hot. I we're kind of uh, into it. I I was um kind of talking to this non-binary person and uh when they told me that they used to get so angry that they were miserable to be around, I will just wanted to fuck them. <laughs> right. Just, I just wanted them to pound me into oblivion. So we're so we're rewarding this bad behavior is what we're saying. I mean, haven't we for millennia? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but your gay husband's super friendly. He's super he friendly is. at the drive-thru at Wendy's and yes. to the neighbors and to, the, to like the lady in your ward who like says over the pulpit like, I watch rated R movies, you guys. Yeah. He's like, you are so funny. Oh my God, I love when you bear your testimony. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, they're just nicer in general to yeah. everyone. Yeah. I remember uh, when Mindy Gledhill, remember how he used to call her Maggie Gyllenhaal? Yes. Um, when Mindy Gledhill had her gin and tonic party that we made the drinks for. Right. Um, One of the drinks, which was named Fa La 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 Bourbon. Which I want to give full credit to you because I think you came up with that. That was the most brilliant name a drink because it was me thank you we were like did you want a madam bandit or did you want a fa la 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 bourbon fucking brilliant okay um anyway uh before the party i was like are there going to be any single straight men at your party right she said no the only men that are coming are gay although there might be a couple married straights but honestly most straight men I know are assholes anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's an eternal truth. Like print it on a t-shirt. <laughs> like the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Right. Straight men are assholes. Yeah. What's your number four? My number four is your gay husband. He doesn't think that Seinfeld is very funny. 
He doesn't think that Monty Python is funny. <laughs> if your husband is straight, he's like, he's quoting Monty Python. He's like, right. oh my God, do you remember? He's quoting Seinfeld. Yeah. 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 But your gay husband is like, that's not that funny. Yeah, I don't get it. Do you remember there was a show that came out a while ago? I think it was called The Rehearsal. Is this sound ringing a bell? Nathan Felder or something? Anyway. Nothing? You're, you've got no. nothing? Anyway, no. people are losing their mind. They were like, oh my god, this is the funniest show ever made. And I watched it and I was like, oh, this is comedy for straight people. Oh. <laughs> comedy for gay people is like, I mean, I don't want to be cliche, but like Golden Girls. It's like Parks and Rec is very gay comedy. Designing you know, women. Designing women. <clears throat> but straight comedy is like Seinfeld. <laughs> I've never even chuckled at an episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> now, my dad who was a straight man, yeah. would sit in the TV room in his Mormon garment, uh-huh. scratching his belly, watching Seinfeld, and go, <laughs> that George, he's his, a jerk. In his Mormon garment. <laughs> yes. He'd go, that George, he's a jerk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know? I can't. I can't. I never, I never said that. I do- <laughs> okay. Uh, was that your that's, number? That's all. That's all I have. Okay. Uh, Wait, what was, what was it again? He doesn't like Seinfeld. I just think, I think there's straight comedy and gay comedy. Oh, okay. And I think right. when people are like, oh my God, you should watch this show. It's so funny. And then <clears> I go watch it. I watch like, it's like, what's that show that Bill Hader was on that was on HBO Barry? forever? Yes. Yeah. I, everyone was like, oh my God, this is the funniest show. And I'd watch like three minutes and I'd be like, oh, straight comedy. And I would tune out. Yeah. And then I would go masturbate to pictures of Tom Holland or something. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that. I've had too much to drink. Anyway, what's your number five? So, this one might not apply to all. (laughs) This this whole episode is painted with a pretty broad brush. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. We're not delving into the subtleties of human nature here. We're like, we're like, the gay people like gay stuff. This is... (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so... (laughs) This is this is how this is me and you. This my number five is me and you pointing fingers and judging gay men who I love are, judging are married to women. Yeah, they like to be gone at night. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I won't be back for a while. I have that late night project for my job. Right, and everyone yeah. else gets home at ten thirty. Right, but. They're like, you know who that is? The the old ball and chain. He's never home before 11 p.m. And the straight ladies are like, my husband's home at like 4.30. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I had a friend in Illinois who found out after we moved away from Illinois um, that her husband, who was either in the Elders Corn Presidency or Young Men's Presidency or or had been in or both. both. Yeah. Um, had been fucking men so many men he lost count during their marriage goals i mean hashtag goals right and um i think she told me that he had said he had been either going taking classes at night or working his second job or something yes yeah yep yep Yep. hashtag too blessed to be stressed you know what i mean (laughs) indeed what's your number five my number, f- my number five is my worst one. I should have rolled it up to the top. But my, my number five is he just calls everything little. He's like, do you want to grab a little jacket before we go out? <laughs> Did you need a little snack? You seem a little hungry. Let me make you a little snack. This is the content they're do here you, for. Do you this want me to content. grab you a little blanket? <laughs> you look cold while we're watching beef. Do you want me to grab you a little blanket? <laughs> everything be little. Oh my God! This is this is the specific content. This is it. So um, t- so tonight, when your husband says to you, "Do you want me to do you want me to turn the air conditioning down a little?" You can say, "That man's gay." Yeah. I'm gonna go down and get a snack. Do you want a little drink or something? <laughs> he be gay. He be gay. <laughs> or cute. If he says cute a lot, I think. Oh, I, I have started saying cute for everything. And it was not an intentional decision. Right. Like someone at work will be like, I don't know if you've looked at the report, but the KPIs are a little low for Q2. We really need to maximize the the uh, strategies to bring those KPIs up. And I'll, my response will be cute. 
Yeah, I know. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready for my honorable mentions? Oh, yes. Let's do some. All right. He gaslights you because he's gaslighting himself. So he's also going to be gaslighting. So painful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obvious one. He likes show tunes. Um, Zendaya. He likes Zendaya. (laughs) Wow. I feel hate crimes. I feel hate crimes. Taylor Swift and... Your husband is gay if he has a boisterous laugh. Yes, loud laughing. Yeah. And ill speaking of the Lord's anointed, famously gay. Yeah. Soup's gay. Soup's gay. Wow. We did it. We did it. You guys, your husbands are gay. God. If any of you listen to this and you're like, well, maybe because because some of them applied, but some of them different. Just reach out. We'll tell you. Yeah, just just reach out. (laughs) I was going to say, please send us. You can just send a DM with a number like you can just send a DM and the number can say six. And we'll know that six of these things, six (laughs) of these 10 things apply to your husband. (laughs) And we'll be like, there is a 60 percent chance he's gay. Yeah. Yeah. But then but also it, just tell your husband to reach out to me. Like, we'll talk him through it. I'm not, I don't mean this in a creepy way. Right, right. But I just mean, like, it's going to be okay. Like, you're going to be fine. It's going to be better. The cult told you you were not going to be fine, but you're going to be fine. Who told them? The cult. The cult. Oh, you yes. said it. You didn't really pronounce it properly. Well, I'm eating samosas. Um, oh, okay. What are the four ways that people can support us, Sister Twain? Number one. Um, they can contribute on our Patreon, which is that's actually number two, but that's fine. Okay. <laughs> they can <laughs> Venmo us. No, the number oh. one is tell a friend to listen to the oh. pod. Oh, tell a friend to listen to the pod. You're ready number to get two naked. Is... Okay. Number two is Patreon. Patreon. Right, which is patreon.com slash hot drinks. You pay us money every month and we give you nothing in return. Three is <laughs> buy our merch. Buy those fucking spit in my mouth boxers. I'm so right. mad. I really do mad. think it, it needs the logo. And then number four is uh, a spare jewelry. Buy some a jewelry. Spare jewelry.com. A as in Apple, S as in Sam, P as in Pira, E as in Edgar, R as in really, S as in sure, and E as in. E every day. Oh the, no! Well, last I mean, letter a. is A. So it's A. It's A. That was that was terrible. Uh, sorry. I'm uh, docking your pay. Okay. For the jewelry. So. <laughs> anyway, I hope your husband's not gay. I mean, because mine was. I mean, yours oh. was. Okay. Let's go. Let's end it. Okay. Well. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>